The following podcast contains adult content. It is not suitable for minors, professional settings, or the faint of heart. Welcome to Foreplay Go South's About Last Night, a reoccurring monthly episode in which I take a story told on the stage last night's live event and release it the very next day. Uh, me and my partner, Gash Panda, uh, moved in together, which is very exciting. Yes. We moved in together. We did all the merging of the households. It's been a very, very chaotic couple of months. Um, I've been honestly a little overwhelmed. Um, but I'm here, and uh, I'm here to share this lovely story. So um, we moved in together, and one of the things that needed to happen is that we needed a bigger couch. Both of us had shitty small couches. And so we did this very adult thing we went and bought a couch. I felt very adult. It was very cool. We went around, we tested out the couches, we, we sat on them, we laid on them, we made sure they were all super comfortable. We ended up getting this beautiful couch that's very big. It's one of those L-shaped chays um, with an L gets to switch, so it's versatile. Anyway, we're very excited about this couch. What comes with having a couch that you purchase together is this kind of feeling of like, ownership over this couch. You want to make this couch yours. You have to christen the couch. Exactly. One of the great things about this couch, as I mentioned, is the L-shaped chase side. So because of this L, it provides this perfect little like nook corner for me to sit in with both of my legs up and for Gash Panda to be down on the floor in between my legs doing one of the things he loves to do the most. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you. If anybody has been here before, I'm sure you've heard me tell many stories before about how much Gash Panda loves to eat pussy. He loves it? Yes, he loves it. He thinks about it. He fantasizes about eating mine. He gets hard anytime he thinks about it. He's probably growing a chubby right about now. <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so, and, and after the, the years that we've been together, he's gotten very, very, very good at eating my pussy. He knows all the things to do. He knows how to maneuver all the angers of, angles of my crooked-ass pussy. Any of you who were here last month heard all about that. Just saying. Just a little crooked. Anyway. He's fucking fantastic. So, enough about that. So he uh, was, we, he got us recently one of those like splash pad things. I don't know, it's one of those, yes. So that we don't ruin the new couch. It was expensive. <laughs> no, we don't. We live on the edge, just saying. No insurance. Anyway, so he got this, uh, this little splash blanket thing. It's like a beautiful red wine color. I love it. Um, and we, you know, we lay it out on the couch. I get in the little nook and I, I test out the two sides. And he goes to town. And so he's going at it. I'm getting close. You know, he kind of like edges me a little bit closer and then jumps up on top, throws my leg over the back of the couch, one and the other one on the chaise, and just rams it in and starts fucking me. I come hard, right? Come, come, come. I'm sli- I am. <laughs> it's fantastic. This couch is like perfectly comfortable that like some of our other things are not. I don't know. It's just perfect. And so I come. He hasn't come yet. He's like, this is what I'm going to do. So he jumps up on the couch. 
and there's the dick right in my face. He's like, it's in your mouth, let's go. So that's what he starts doing. He's like, he's got his hands on the back of the couch and he's, I'm like laying there and he's just like ramming it in, right? And he's fucking my face and it's fantastic. And then he stops as he starts to get close and he, he kind of like kneels down so he's eye level with me and he says, I'm gonna tell you what I want to happen next. When I come, he's like, I want you to hold it in your mouth. So I'm gonna pause the story and tell you something real quick. Unpopular, unpopular opinion probably. I don't personally like swallowing cum. I don't, I don't know what upsets my stomach. I don't really like it, it's very unpopular. I also don't like butter or sour cream or cottage cheese, so whatever. I mean, unfriend me, rescind my, or rescind my invitations to whatever your parties, it's fine. I don't like it, so. So I, he says, he, you know, back to the story, he says, okay, I want you to hold it in your mouth. And I'm like, I immediately go, mm, mm, and he's like, and he's like, wait, let me finish. And I was like, okay. And he's like, and then he's like, I want you to spit it into my mouth. Yes. And I said, <laughs> and I said, Fuck yes, I'm on board. So that's exactly what happens, and it was glorious. I love doing that. Turns out it was his first time ever doing that. Definitely won't be his last, but no. And uh, yeah, so the, the the couch has been properly christened. And also to my mother, sorry, not sorry, we'll see you at dinner tomorrow. <laughs> Let's welcome my mother to the stage. I, I don't know. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Hello. How's everybody? Okay, I, <laughs> I, I thought I had told all the stories I was willing to tell. But my daughter, no, actually my daughter, this is what I planned, but my daughter reminded me of one that I had not told. So I'm going to tell you about the time that I kissed a celebrity. Now, we are not talking about somebody that had a bit part in a B-movie. We're talking about a bona fide celebrity. All right. So I was... Um, by the pool at the Beverly Wilshire Hotel, and Brad Pitt and Angelina walked by. Brad saw me and told Angelina to beat it, baby. <laughs> that didn't happen. <laughs> that one I'm still waiting for. Anyway, um, no, this was uh, back in the late 80s. I was in my early 30s, maybe 31, 32, uh, and still married to M's. Uh, father, um, living up in Chicago in, by the way, I love your hair, love your hair. Um, <laughs> but uh, anyway, living up in Chicago and my husband's family lived all around in the uh, 
northern Indiana area, Gary, Hammond, Valparaiso, that area. So anyway, we had a couple, we had a lot of family get-togethers, and a couple of times we had gone to this hotel in Maryville called the the Holiday Star Hotel, and I think it was owned by Holiday Inn, but it's not Holiday Inn. It was like one of the, the kind with the atrium, the four floors, and you know, trees and the pool and the hot tub and the yeah, the fancy schmancy thing. I, I decided I was born to be a Rockefeller. And somehow got placed with the wrong parents, but anyway, um, we had uh, a couple of years in a row. Uh, rented their celebrity suite. And they called it the celebrity suite because the hotel was actually attached to a theater called the Holiday Star Theater. You know this? Okay. So, um, and the theater was, I don't know, maybe medium-sized seat, seat, maybe 250, 300 people. So smaller than an arena, bigger than a comedy club. You know, they did a lot of uh, comedy shows and uh, music venues and plays and ballet and that kind of stuff. But anyway, it was attached to the hotel. And the they had a couple of really nice suites, but the celebrity suite was a two-level on the second and third floor, had uh, you know a nice party room, kitchen, upstairs, uh, two bedrooms, a hot tub off the master bedroom, floor-to-ceiling windows looking out onto the atrium. It was really nice. The, the um, windows from the hot tub room looking out on the atrium were like a one-way mirror things so you could see out. They couldn't see and you could be naked in the hot tub and they wouldn't know it. But anyway, <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. We would have, we had all his family over, his sisters and all their, their kids and everything let the kids get worn out in the pools and and then after the kids all we got them tucked into the bed then we would all sit in the hot tub and smoke weed and drink tequila so <laughs> had a good time had a good time we had done this a couple of years in a row and like about the third year we had rented you know we had reserved the suite and they always let you know that if a celebrity is at is performing at the theater they have for ribs on suite. So you can, you can reserve it, but if the celebrity wants it, they bump you for that and you'll get the other suite. So um, this particular year, we had checked two or three times during the time that we had had it reserved and nope, nope, the celebrity hadn't asked for it. And then we get there to check in and we are told that the celebrity has chosen to take the suite and that we get the other suite. And we're like, eh, who's the celebrity? Now, I'm going to tell you right now, at least 50%, if not more, of the people in this room will pull their phones out now and Google who the hell is. Because the celebrity who was there that weekend was George Burns. Anybody? Who knows who George Burns is? Okay, here's the phones. Here are the phones going up. Okay. <laughs> okay, I was 30, 31 or 32. George Burns was 93. He was. George Burns started in vaudeville back in the Charlie Chaplin age. Okay? He was the Betty White of the 80s. Still working well into his 90s. Still very popular. Still very funny. Um, and very well known. Anyway, so my sister-in-law and I said, huh, George Burns took our suite. Fine. So we went to the pool with the kids and all that, and we're just kind of keeping an eye on things. And when we're down with the, at the pool with the kids and we see the lights go on in the celebrity suite, and we're like, he's back. 
<laughs> Mary, will you watch the kids? Gloria and I are going to go crash George Burns' room. <laughs> so <laughs> here's the thing. There's, there's, it's a two-floor uh, two suite, and there's doors on each floor with numbers for the room number. But what most people don't know, but we did because we've had it before, is that there are back doors that are not marked. And so we figured if his entourage is coming in and out, they're probably using the back doors. And there was security like in close proximity to the main doors, so we knew we weren't going to get in there. But we knew where the back doors were, so we went and hung out by one of the back doors. And sure enough, one of his entourage, who was probably in his 70s, because, um, <laughs> I mean, they were the young guys compared to George. But anyway, they, um, one of the, his guys comes in, and he's going, carrying a bag of bagels or something in, and we're like, hey, are you with George Burns? And he went, yes. And we said, can we come meet him? And he said, sure. <laughs> now, if anybody doesn't remember George Burns, he made a lot of jokes in his later years after his wife passed about you know, how he was always trying to pick up young women, which in retrospect is kind of creepy, but it was different, different years, different times. <laughs> but anyway, so here we were, you know, 60 years younger than him, and <laughs> we looked pretty good. <laughs> so we came in, we hung out for a while. He's sitting there smoking his cigar, flirting like crazy. He wants to know, do we want to get in the hot tub? Heck, we just came up from the pool. We got our bathing suits on under our, swim or under our clothes. Sure, we get in the hot tub with him. We're hanging out with George Burns in the hot tub. It was fun. Well, as, after a while, we decided our husbands are probably wondering where we are. And so, <laughs> and our kids. So, so we told him that we had to get going. And uh, so he asked for a kiss. And my, my sister-in-law, who was very sweet, said, oh, I'm married. I can't do that. And I'm like, <laughs> he looks at me and I say, lay it on me, baby. <laughs> And that is my claim to fame. <laughs> this episode of Four Play Go South podcast was recorded and produced by event host and podcast creator Metanoia. These stories are recorded live every third Tuesday of the month at Petra's in Charlotte, North Carolina. For more information about Foreplay Goes South, follow us at Foreplay GS on Facebook, FetLife, Instagram, and Twitter. Mm -hmm.